You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Hey friends, Dan Duvall here to tell you about something I am super excited about. The Bride Tribe Advance 2023, which we are going to be calling Revolution. Take your place in the kingdom. This is going to happen at the Royal Sinesta in Houston, in the Galleria area from November 9th through the 12th. At booking.bridemovement.com, you will be able to register for this event. And it links right from bridemovement.com. I know I don't always give announcements on this podcast for what's going on in the bride ministries world, but this is just too important, friends. It is going to be extraordinary. Every year that we do this advance, it is a move of God. It is a move of God. Last year, we had three hours of nonstop testimony after the event with a line that was still going and we just had to shut it down so we could tear it down. It was because God moves at these advances. And we don't want those of you that are part of our podcast family to miss out because you just didn't get the news booking.bridemovement.com. You can sign up. You will be able to get your hotel room. You'll also be able to get some information about the event itself, meet our speakers. It's going to be me, Todd Edwards, and also two of my favorite people from the other side of the world, Todd and Rachel Weatherly. And we are going to be uh, having an, an extraordinary time of family and fellowship, worship, and cutting edge revelation. So I want to invite you all booking.bridemovement.com. Now, in addition to that, Keep in mind, dandevall.com is the home of the Discovering Truth podcast. You can do a couple of things on that website. Number one, you can access our podcasts. Number two, you can purchase really cool merchandise like mugs and shirts. And uh, we have the whole Names of God series. A lot of people that watch church, they say, hey, where'd you get that really cool shirt with all the names of God? Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Gabor. Like, where is that sold? Dandeval.com, friends. And we it comes in robes for the ladies and handbags and all that cool stuff. And you, you can know that um, you are supporting this podcast when you buy and look highly fashionable in your new gear. We also have the ability to become a podcast patron for as little as $5 a month. And that comes with benefits. You get early access to these podcasts and a few other goodies. And so the last piece of news, as many of you know, Overcomer Accelerated is our offering to those that want to accelerate their healing journey. You can join in three ways. One, you can join just for the live components, which includes a live ministry demonstration with yours truly on a weekly basis, as well as book study. Uh, option number two includes over 100 hours of coursework online in, in addition to the live component. And, and the third way to join is with a coach. So you'll get the live ministry and and and, and the book study. You'll get uh, over a hundred hours of learning online. And you will also get eight hours of personalized one-on-one coaching with a trained coach every month that you stay enrolled. And so 
overcomeraccelerated.com. Check out the offer. And with that said, we're going to jump right into the podcast on the other side. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Those were your announcements. Hey, friends, Dan Duvall here for another episode of Discovering Truth. And um, for those of you watching this on YouTube, you will notice that uh, I got a little bit of an upgrade from my usual white wall with one picture. Um, For the rest of you that are listening, (laughs) none of this matters because it's just a podcast, right? You know, as I told you all that have been following this podcast a few months ago, there'll be times where I just come in and do a bit of a knowledge drop. You know, I don't have a guest. I don't really have... Uh, a big plan, but I have a little plan, right? And so today my little plan is a knowledge drop on the subject of denial. Now, all of us uh, go through different kinds of denial in life. I mean, some of us, I'm going to tell you guys a story, okay? I've been, I have been in denial my whole life, friends. I really believe I'm a worshiper. I mean, I do. I I believe that God loves my joyful noise and and therefore others should too. Now, this is the thing. I cannot sing, okay? But I think I can when the spirit moves. It's just natural. It has to come out. And so <clears throat> I was sitting there this morning, actually today, the day that I am recording this podcast, singing to the Lord. And my little boy, who's two years old, right? <clears throat> is, is, is right here, like in my nestled in my arm and on the couch as we're watching a worship video together. And I'm singing in Jesus name. You know what happens? This little boy looks at me and he says, daddy, daddy, stop singing. I'm not kidding. He literally does this to me. He looks me right in the eyes. Daddy, stop singing denial you know the thing is we, we all have denial I, you know I, I mean i kid because i actually do know that i can't sing i just didn't know i just didn't know that it would affect two-year-olds but apparently my singing is that bad but but the but 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 god knows my heart now some of us we we, we think oh we're, we're in denial over all kinds of things i mean we're, we're in we, we think we're great spenders but we really are great at getting ripped off all the time. Like some of us think we're uh, very good uh, 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 when it comes to style, but but our our wardrobe is whack, and um, everybody seems to know it but us. And I've been in that boat. You know, I've had a whack wardrobe before. So for those of you that have the whack wardrobe, like I feel you, I get it, I get it. But see me, I'm not a materialist, so a lot of these things, like I'm just like. Not not interested, that interested in. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Denial, denial looks different for different people. But for those of us, so those that, that, that are following this podcast, now some of you are in denial about what you've been through. And that's the main point of this podcast is, is, is to talk about the, the problem of denial when we have been through significant trauma. And here's the thing, right? Because the, the Bride Ministries audience and the Discovering Truth of Dan Duvall audience, which is really one big migrate like differentiated family uh are are on a journey we're all in different places on some issues but there's a general awareness that grows and grows within our community and over the last 10 years of me doing this it's really cool that we have bridged a lot of gaps but in the larger body of christ 
unfortunately, people that have not been through significant trauma have a hard time understanding the experience of those that have. Furthermore, a lot of people that have been through significant trauma are in complete denial about what they've been through. And denial is, is a very, very deep issue because it's it, it, it's not just uh, an, a leaning. It's like, it, 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 it's not simple. Denial actually sits in many of us as, as an actual program. What does that mean? Now, when I use the word program to kind of disambiguate the, the conversation, what, what I mean is a heart level belief. Okay. So when we look at the Bible and we begin to understand how we work, how we're designed, we have a body, a soul, and a spirit, and the heart sits at the center of that. So we, we have a physical heart. We also have a spiritual heart. We have a, a soul heart. They're all kind of like one overlapping thing. And so body, soul, and spirit all interface through this overarching heart realm. And that is essentially the subconscious. So what that means is when we read through the Bible and, and we start looking at the heart and, you know, God, he doesn't look upon the external, but he looks upon the heart and God judges the heart. And as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Um, the, the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, bone and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews chapter four. Like what we're talking about is a subconscious, okay? So the, the, the subconscious is where body, soul, and spirit all intersect. It is where belief systems abide, belief systems that define the way we think, the way we act, the, the the kind of life we manifest, you know, uh, when we don't believe that people will like us, that's a belief system that sits in our heart. Like I'm unlikable like that. Even if we try to say the words, I am likable, but we don't have it in here, deep down inside the heart, which is the subconscious, our, our words are spoken contrary to what our heart believes. And in fact, the Bible says, um, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. When we speak things that are out of alignment with heart level beliefs, that is subconscious beliefs, like th there's a schism, people can tell it's called being fake, right? Oh, I'm so happy to see you. You know, you, you always know that person. Um, it, <laughs> and of course, in Christianity, we we do our best to try and be nice, and, but but like realistically, you know, you can tell when a person's being fake if you have your you know discernment on it, and, and and when a person's heart is not with you, and they're saying something completely contrary to what they feel and believe. Now, now, um, with that said, when I say that denial is a program, what I mean is that denial sits as a subconscious belief system, like, uh, and and what it sounds like is. If this is true, then I am crazy, right? So denial anchors a, a, a challenge in believing the truth to some kind of consequence. Um, and and, and when, when it's in the subconscious, it interrupts natural flows and progress that a person would otherwise achieve because what happens is as a person begins to try to confront their trauma, they hit denial before they can hit truth. And, and that's the whole agenda of the enemy. The enemy would prefer it that way, right? Because the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So what's the purpose of denial programming? It's to interrupt the acquisition of truth before a person lays hold of it so that they cannot be free.
Voila. Right. So, so, so when people have been through satanic ritual abuse, government projects, different kinds of cult abuse and all of this other stuff, and, and, and even just incest based family experiences where there's a lot of abuse and then it all gets dissociated. And we forget that all these awful things happened. Uh, uh, denial sits at the center of that. It actually prevents the acquisition of truth and, and holds people in bondage. Now, um, there are a lot of different types of denial programming and experiences. And one of the big ways that the, the, the enemy has promoted denial, because we're just going to talk through a few of these things and, and that will send you on your merry way. Uh, but I think for some of us that follow this podcast, this particular conversation is going to be very valuable. You know, in, in pop psychology, and, and, and we have to understand that there, there has been a total infiltration of this psychology like uh, sector, so to speak. You know, there are a lot of psychiatrists um that that have gone into the field absolutely with an agenda to obfuscate mental health and 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 the true acquisition of mental peace by 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 confusing the conversation so much of what people call mental health is really boils down to dissociation in 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 its various uh, facets now there is chemical and uh you know different kinds of processes brain dysfunction and yeah we get that but uh, a lot of the problems that get all of these names and labels and, and then medications ascribed to them really come back to dissociation based on trauma experiences that have been unprocessed and healed from now with that said there's a lot more people that have dissociative identity disorder as a result of trauma than i think you know, pop culture would 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 admit, but because of the kind of ministry we do, we get to see this thing all the time. Now, now in pop psychology and the general thrust of what they push into the public sphere, you you get all kinds of stories like Sybil and um, you know the portrayal of people who have DID that is very scary. Like, um, and, and, and because of like, like pop psychology saying, oh, you know, th to have parts or to have alternate personalities is so extremely rare. And then when we see it portrayed in like some kind of movie or some kind of, uh, uh um, thing it, it actually looks really scary i mean even born identity right like this guy's just gonna snap and break somebody's neck like you it, it, it puts a lot of distrust in people a lot of stigma around it so 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 pop psychology and and the uh mainstream view of dissociation and what it means for people is actually pretty scary for people it, it makes it makes denial easy because I don't want to be a crazy person that needs to be locked up. That's a danger to society because if I have parts, then I am this. So that is actually a type of denial programming. It is putting a subconscious belief in the general population to say, I don't want to be this. Therefore, I am going to not look at my trauma, not confront things that I have dissociated. And I'm just going to pretend like all is well. And uh, one of the things that I find when I sit down with people as the coaches I have trained to do this work, uh, we often spend a lot of time encouraging and coaching people to say, no, dissociation is a normal. It's actually a God given ability uh, that, that, that helps us to survive. 
It's not strange. And, and I tell people, listen, everybody has parts, right? We may not all have alternate personalities as in independent personality states that can cause one to black out while another one phases to the front, right? That's not everybody, but we all have parts and I have parts. I had parts and I've, I, I wouldn't be surprised if as I continue to grow in the Lord and things come to the surface and God points out new things and new seasons, I mean, you know, who knows if I don't find some more, like it's not something to be ashamed of or embarrassed about. Like, and, and, and so, so we are often breaking denial programming by disambiguating the conversation. Now, now one of the other things is that, you know, following the pop psychology is just psychiatrists, and psychologists that have agenda and exacerbate the problem because, you know, um, I, I mean, there's so much stigma around this. You, you know, when you have psychiatrists that tell people like, okay, um, oh, you, you say you've seen a UFO. Okay. Yep. We've got drugs for that. Like, you know, would you like us to, um, you know, put you in this mental institution? And it's like, you know, therefore I, I have to just pretend like that didn't happen to me because, if it did, I'm crazy and I'm going to be going into the mental ward and everybody knows what's going to happen to me once I go in there. Like th th there's been this, this, this thing they've gotten to get away with. And, and, and now the, the whole lid is blowing off of everything. Like, like the, the news media is finally acknowledging UFOs are real. Like, like I was just listening to Newsmax and they were playing a 911 phone call from a person that was reporting like these eight foot tall alien beings standing on their like farm lawn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> calling 911 like they you know it's coming out like it, it, the cat's out of the bag people are not crazy for some of these reasons that they were told they were crazy but people went through severe trauma for all kinds of experiences with abductions with military abductions um in underground bases uh, experiencing beings and reptilians and 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 actual satanic rituals and and they were told when they got these memories they they were the ones that are crazy well these psychiatrists and psychologists that exacerbated the problem by not believing people and systematically disenfranchising those that were telling the truth were a big part of the denial program. And this is a cultural thing. Now, now uh, uh, it's just time for us to be real about the situation and, and start, you know, right, getting the truth because we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. I am an advocate for those that have been broken, those that have been injured and wounded. And I want you to know if you're listening to this and you've had some awful experiences with the medical field because they called you crazy um that was not the lord's heart for you you know so uh here's another thing to to talk about when we, when we talk about denial and denial programming uh lack of memories lack of memories is a major hurdle for many people and what what, what happens is a person may say oh i don't remember much of my childhood at all and it's like okay um well that's not not normal. If you, if you had a normal childhood, you would be able to remember certain things like anything from the ages of five to eight at all, you know, but if that's just a complete black box, then there's probably some dissociation at play. But uh, one, one of the things that I point out to people is, you know, they say, well, I, I just feel like something's really off and I don't remember my childhood at all, but my parents were great people. All I have are good memories. Well, one of the things about denial programming and, and denial in general is that especially for people that grew up with extremely abusive parents, um, th their parents were just as dissociated often as they are, which means that it wasn't just like one evil, mean monster parent that 
was always mean and evil all the time. What typically happens is you have broken parents that, that just, they have cult loyal parts and evil parts and abuser parts that would, you know, come to the surface, abuse kids, and then nice and kind parts that would come to the surface and, and just be wonderful people. And so when you have the generational dissociation, generational ritual abuse and this kind of stuff, what is, what's the, the natural trend is for people to remember selectively the good because that's how dissociation helps us to survive. We, we block the uh, uh, traumatic and the unprocessable tra like information and we keep the good and and the uh encouraging information so to speak and it helps us to pull through Wh which means you know people will say well i don't have any memories of my you know abuse or this or that and it's like well not yet at the surface <laughs> but let's let's not let a lack of memories be an excuse for refusing to pursue the truth, right? Uh, we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. Denial works to have us maintain selective memory. And, and um, the, the truth is when we, when we are remembering, we are typically remembering the good. So that's just one thing to keep in mind. And, 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 and then we move on to the next point, which is, um, Oftentimes for people that were in cult and, and military programmed families, right? People that were part of special projects and, and, and these kinds of things, you know, the MK Ultra and the derivative projects, because um, MKUltra expired many, many years ago, but then they have so many other derivative projects that follow the same, you know, mind control, split the parts, interface them with all kinds of demons, technology, artificial intelligence, holograms, um, so on and so forth. It's gone very, very far and continues to be pressed. Now, um, for, for these folks, like we often remember the image of the family that we're programmed to remember. Like, and, and, and that's, that's the thing. Like, in fact, in a lot of these cult families, one of the things that they will do is, is, on a person's birthday, for instance, they, they'll actually go and they'll get all dressed up and nice and, you know, put everything out like it's perfect. And then they'll take pictures, right, of like a very good birthday experience. And there's some presents or or Christmas, you know, we all get we're at the tree and there's a bunch of presents. Maybe we make a little recording of the experience opening gifts. And it's like, OK, that was Christmas. Right. And then it, so so that gets stored somewhere, you know family vault right photo books um collection of, of of old family films but then the rest of the day is filled with trauma and torment and torture and rituals and for those people that have been through that they are programmed to believe the script it's it, it's it, it's just a it, it's just an image um that was intentionally created there were intentional steps taken to make pictures and create a data trail to frame an appearance of normalcy while really all this other dark stuff, it did happen. And so people will go through and say, well, I don't have any photographs depicting me of being abused. It was like, of course you don't have any, no one's going to take a picture doing a ritual with their children. Like, but, but we have to realize 
you know, especially for those that are breaking free of the mind control. Like this is a thing this was, this is all intentional. It's, it's part of the playbook, so to speak. And, and for those of us that are on the outside of this world, like we have to understand those that are overcoming denial programming, um, it's not easy. They, be, there's a lot of hurdles to get past, a lot of stigmas, a lot of uh, fears. Um, uh, you know, it comes from every direction. The, the enemy has been very intentional, one, about destroying lives and two, about covering it up because the devil works in darkness. But we are in the age, friends, where I promise you what has been done in darkness shall be shouted from the rooftops. Now, here's the, uh, another point. You know, as, as we talk about denial, uh, many survivors have a strong desire to please and perform so the opinions and expectations of others can reinforce denial. And, and you know, this comes from feeling uh, uh, not good enough, feeling like we have to earn respect and earn love because we grew up in an environment where um, there was no affection or love given unless we were perfect. <laughs> And, and, and so people that come from that desire, lots of abuse, lots of trauma, lots of withheld affirmation, you know, there's a, there's a big push and a strive to achieve it. Like, what can I do to please? And so that makes, makes the job of any handlers and programmers um, easier <laughs> because people can be, you know, maintained on a rat race, running like like a hamster wheel, you know, performance and trying to meet expectations of people that are literally just handling them and, and keeping them in bondage cycles. And and in all of that effort, you know, it's 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 a type of denial because it's like I don't have time to think about or process what I've been through. I'm just working, 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 working. It's just a work, 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 no rest, work, work, work try to get something, uh, affirmation, uh, approval, whatever it is. Um, and so, so, so it's that, that, that can play into maintaining a denial construct and a denial environment in a person's life. Like literally being so busy and staying so busy, so overworked, so stressed, there's no time to process. And, 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 and I promise you guys, and those of you that are listening to this, many survivors are intentionally kept in these cycles there's a witchcraft that drives it and then the, the people that surround them sometimes will drive it as well and so uh uh all things to to keep in mind now another another thought Mem memories when people begin to get memories and they're battling with denial like denial is really tough and 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 let's say you know, memories begin to come forward because the, the dissociative walls in the mind and the subconscious, the brain, they, they start to break down. Sometimes they come forward with a fog around them. It's like, okay, well, I'm getting a memory a little bit. <laughs> you know, it feels like it's, it's something that happened to someone else and it feels very far away. That's how it can be described. And that fog around the memory is actually the fog of denial. It's actually the residue of the denial programming sitting in, in the subconscious. Like, you know, and, and, and it can also be a program like remember to forget, right? So that's a really common denial program. Remember to forget, forget to remember. Another one is silence of the lambs. And so uh, with these programs in place, these, these belief systems that have been anchored and often with rituals or witchcraft, um, uh, it is 
the fog around the memory. So it begins to come forward, but the program sitting on the memory is remember to forget. So it's like when I begin to encounter something that I'm supposed to, according to my subconscious, remember to forget, it feels very far away. It feels unreachable or just um, not mine. And this is a, a major challenge working with, with people because when it feels far away and there's not like that direct engagement, it's, it, it's, it, 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 it's not like, wow, that I'm, I'm looking at this and it feels so real, so engaging, so overwhelming, so much emotion connected to it. Um, sometimes it's just dismissed. And the trick is when we recognize that denial programming is fighting against progress and truth, it gives us the confidence to take a step of faith and say, hey, maybe, maybe it's not that I'm making this up. Maybe this is actually me battling through my own denial programming. And so th this is something that we, I, I mean, I've spent years doing this with people, you know, we, we discern stuff. It's like, okay, well, let's just explore it. I mean, <clears throat> if, 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 if we are making it up, we'll acknowledge that and, you know, we'll just drop it and explore other things, but we're going to at least give ourselves the chance to voice what's coming forward, to ask the right questions, to test the information and to see if things begin to land and come together. So so fog of denial is a thing. Now, 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 another reason why people struggle with denial is because the, you know, as we talk about, as we talk about the way that memories get parsed out in internally, what happens in a very, and I'll just say this, this is a non-scientific explanation, right? The soul goes through breaking as trauma experiences happen and memories will get allocated to certain soul parts that are breaking during those experiences or simply enduring certain experiences of trauma while the presenter goes away in the mind. And so certain memories get allocated to certain parts. And sometimes there's an anchor point to certain areas of the physical body that is also happening at the same time. So yeah, the, 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 there's a part that a piece of the soul that has the memory of a, an abuse that injured the knee, but the physical knee also gets an anchor to that event of trauma. And so the person has a bad knee and there's a soul part that has the memory of the trauma that happened to the knee that, that, that caused it to have issues. Right. So, so, we have this complex integrated design, and, and these are the kinds of things that happen. Well, well, when, we, when, when a person begins to realize, wow, I have parts, and my parts have memories that I don't retain at the front. The, the, the memories are not my consciousness's memories. They're, they're, they're memories that belong to other parts of me that have dissociated. Well, sometimes in, in the internal system, there will be characters, we call them punishers. These can be demons, these can be ancestors, these can be any anything really. I mean, they could be hybrid spirits, you know, that, that's when you have two or more dissimilar entities that have been joined often in some kind of Illuminati or spiritual laboratory and 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 made into one entity, usually with a demonic consciousness that then gets put inside of the body. You know, we have 
some crazy stuff that happens. It could be hybrid spirits. It, it could be all kinds of things, even holograms, you know. But the um, these these punishers will basically stand there. Sometimes these are even actual fallen angels, but they'll, they'll, they'll stand there within the view of the parts that have the memory and, you know, just be like, look, I'm watching you. And if you say anything, if you reveal the memories that you have to the presenting consciousness that is at the surface of the body, that's going through this denial, like you're going to be punished. And that punishment is going to happen in the subconscious, really, it's going to happen on a plane of the spirit world that is not necessarily physical, but it is going to hurt a lot nonetheless. So, so people will be under intimidation, but it's not at the surface. It's like inside, it's in their subconscious. Like there are parts of them, the parts of them that know the information are under threat of punishment. And so when I start to work with people and there's no memories coming forward, and I'll say, you know, okay, so clearly, you know, something happened. You don't have any memories, right? From the ages of seven to 10, like none, zero, black. All right. Is there anyone on the inside that knows what happened between the ages of seven and 10 or even just part of the story? And it's like, Daniel, no one's talking. No one wants to come forward. There's nothing there. And I say, okay, is there anyone that knows what happened between the ages of seven and 10 that's being intimidated by a punisher and under threat? Because I can help you. And if you come forward and you tell me who is threatening to punish you, I will deal with them. And of course, we deal with them in the name of Jesus. But that's sometimes what breaks the ice. And then I'll meet the parts that have certain memories. And they're like, yeah, you know, but uh, Baphomet is standing right there. And he's going to absolutely slaughter me after this, and probably do other things. So then we will do a deliverance for that. Now the punisher is gone and memories can begin to fall. So sometimes denial is reinforced by something called internal punishers. And sometimes we would also call them programmers. And, and, and this is, you know, one of the things that happens, you know, you have these evil people and, and they're all dissociated, lots of soul parts, and they do the programming. I mean, I mean, they, 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 they are trained you know, CIA psychiatrists and psychologists and, you know, people were taken to them as children and throughout their lives to be programmed for, for projects, for rituals, for different things. And, and they end up with soul parts of those people that programmed them inside of their own system. And, and I call these human persecutors, but it's, you know, and they, they, they continue to do programming inside of the system, but the physical body of the programmer may be somewhere else. And so there's this, um, you could call it a soul tie or, you know, but it, it's, it, it, it's, it's where you have, you know, pieces of people's souls being swapped and embedded and, and then carrying out jobs that are not good. Uh, and, and so you have different things that happen, even, even stranger, you know, you'll have a person who, who has a soul part that goodness, you know, it, it was programmed by the programmer and then took on the identity of the programmer but isn't the programmer it's actually the humanity of the person and and then begins to do internal programming as humanity it's 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 so there's so many diverse things that happen which is why you know people are <laughs> uh, 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 like, you know, you, you made the school of inner healing and deliverance and bride ministries, a three-year program. It's like, yeah, there's a lot to learn. Like when I train people, we, we go deep. I, I mean, my students, what I'm giving you is just a little nugget. Like these folks are getting trained, um, at a very deep level. So 
And by the way, if you need a coach, coach.bridemovement.com, uh, I am probably not available. Now, this is the uh, the the next point. Um, denial is challenged by testimonies. One of the things that I think a lot of the broken folks that I've talked to struggle with is, you know, I I don't want my memories. Everything's awful. I just want to feel better. I want to be able to worship God without hindrance. I want to be able to move on with my life. I want to be successful. I, 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 I want to self-actualize. You know, can God just take away all my memories? Can God just delete all my parts? Like, I, I don't want the truth. I don't want to know. And I, I like to remind people, like, you have a right to your memories, number one. And number two, God God needs our memories. And this is why the Bible says they overcame him. That's Satan, Revelation chapter 12. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. One of the ways that God is transacting his agenda to crush Satan underneath our feet, according to the book of Romans chapter 16, I will shortly crush Satan underneath your feet. Like that's us, right? Um, Jesus is sitting in the throne of David until his enemies are made his foot still. Like Jesus has disarmed principalities and powers, triumphing over them, making an open over them in it. And so there's a finished work, but then there's a transaction of that manifestation on this plane that is processing through time. So it's not like it, 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 it's already like there's nothing left for us to do in the process of time as we experience it, just because Jesus died and resurrected. Like, like we are part of the playing out of his finished work and his victory. And so it, it, it's this interesting dynamic that comes out as we do deep studies in scripture. But the main point is, you know, God is processing justice on behalf of his creation and, and, and he is crushing the serpent he is crushing satan he's crushing lucifer their armies he is bringing a reconciliation to the whole creation you know in in the book of colossians chapter one it's very clear that all things whether in heaven or on earth are being reconciled in christ through the blood of the cross right the finished work of jesus christ on the cross is for cosmic redemption it's not it's not limited to reconciling man to God. Like the, what Jesus did, he reconciled man to God so that through man, he could reconcile the earth so that, you know, through the earth, the heavens are reconciled. Like it's this massive plan stemming from his finished work on the cross to bring a redemption to the whole creation. And the priesthood, the kingdom of priests that we are is at the center of that. And that's one of the things we have to understand. Like we are important in the plans of God and and, and so I could go on and on, but this is the point. The point is that denial is challenged by testimonies. So when people say, oh, I don't want to know, it's like, well, hold on. Someone else's denial is going to get smashed when you talk, friend. That's right. Yeah, you, you listening to me that knows bad things have happened to you. You've been struggling to understand why you'd have to know any of it, remember any of it, or testify to any of it. And if nothing else, please understand that there is someone else waiting to hear what happened to you so they can get a breakthrough. Because we are, we are instruments of the Lord's hand at work, and our voice matters. We are instruments of healing and deliverance in the hand of God, and He uses us. He uses our experiences, and and. You know, if 
good men do nothing, evil prevails. One of the things that happens is, like even in the court of law, if you're dealing with a massively uh, infiltrated community where the mafia is, you know, selling this and, and doing crimes and all that, but every time they catch someone in the mafia, they put them on the stand and they say, okay, well, who's going to testify against, you know, this guy that, you know, saw the crimes they were doing so we can have a due process of justice. And all of the witnesses are intimidated. Everybody knows that if all the witnesses are intimidated, the mafia guy is going to get off scot-free. Why? Because no one testified. Well, yeah. So if we have a massive testimony of injustice because of the things we've suffered and we're going to just buy the, you know, denial program and say, you know what, I'll just <laughs> pretend like it didn't happen again. Um, another day, another week, another year. I, 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 just want to redissociate from it because I'm I'm afraid of what this is going to mean to me. And I certainly don't want to talk about it once this is over because people are going to, you know, nominalize me. Like, hear me out. Your voice matters. And denial is challenged by testimonies. The more people talk and the more people are talking, the more people are waking up all over the world, all over the world. And the, the thing is, a major part of Antichrist agenda to bring a new world order in to destroy the world is through mind control. And it sits on the foundation of satanic ritual abuse, trauma, government-sponsored mind control projects from one nation to another, to another, to another. And if all of the victims of that system of injustice stay silent, then, you know, congratulations. You, you have just been one more intimidated witness. Like you were not put here, friend, to be an intimidated witness. You were put here to kick the devil in the teeth. And I stand by that statement in Jesus' name. So an another point, cults have a great desire to maintain denial so, so, so survivors can remain accessible to them. And uh, so, 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 so to that end, they will put something called backups in place. Um, and, and sometimes backups are as, as easy as letters and phone calls. Like... Um, when people are trying to break free of of the satanic ritual abuse, it's 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 generational. It's in the family. So they they you know if they're living in their parents' house where everything reminds them of their programming. Remember to forget, forget to remember. Silence of the Lambs. Different different programs, and it's just like wow, you know th that room and that uh, bathtub is that's where they you know drowned me so many times for ever saying anything contrary to what I was told, and you know this like. So we're in the environment we can't move out because of financial poverty, maybe or whatever it is, right? And so locked in that that is a that that is a that is a maintenance protocol. So let's keep the person in the place where everything is designed to remind them to sit down and and zip it and shut up. And and even if a person tries to get in front of someone like me, but they live in this environment, it's unlikely they're going to make much progress because the denial is being reinforced by by the environment. And, and there's accessibility there as well. Now, let's say a person begins to break out of that environment and it's like, okay, well, they moved out. They found some alternative living situations. So there's a less degree of control by the cult, less accessibility, but there are many backups in place like phone calls. So a person may get out of the house, but now suddenly mama is like, well, we have to get on the phone every day because I care about you, you know, wink, wink. Right. And, and, um, so the next thing that person realizes, or, or not, 
they are reporting everything in their lives to their handler parent. Like these, these things, they happen, friends. And, and I'm not saying that everybody's parents is this. Like they, they are, by no means am I suggesting that. I, I am speaking about a very exclusive community of people, but a lot of people that follow this podcast, you know, this, this is your story. And so, so, so then the, the backup is we're going to have these phone calls. So we're constantly reinforcing a denial program. So anytime something arrives, like, yeah, you know, I was talking with my, uh, my, my counselor today or my coach, and I was starting to remember something. I just wanted to ask you, you know, was there ever a time where, you know, I was left alone with uncle, uh, uh, Pedo and, um, he, 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 you know, cause I, and then, and then, the, you know, that gives that, that daily access gives that handler the opportunity to say, oh, no, that never happened. No, 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 no. You were never left alone. This blah, blah, blah. You know, we would have never done that. And this, and so it, it it's completely obfuscated before it can be considered, but right. It's a denial maintenance program. Um, so the backups, the backups are something to watch out for. Um, sometimes I, and it, these are all things that have been reported to me. So I'm not talking like, you know, figurative or, or just I like th this is the actual playbook. And 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 another thing they do is they, they, they'll send emails and letters with lots of triggers and code words in them um, to get people triggered with with what we call callback programming. So. You know, they, they're trying to break away. They're getting some progress. Maybe they're starting to get some healing or whatever. Then they get an email from their dad or their grandfather. They open it up and it has, you know, several trigger words, a few access words and, you know, um, a couple one-liners. And, and the next thing they know, it's like, I have to go back home. And, oh my gosh, you know, I've missed my family so much and they miss me, you know, and then they go right back. And three days later, they're at a ritual. And so, um, you know, <laughs> Gosh, denial maintenance is essential, is essential to keep the system in place. If everybody all of a sudden broke denial all at the same time, the, the, the satanic grip on this nation would just catastrophically implode. It's, it, denial is, is a very, very important thing to the enemy, which is why I'm talking about it. Now, here, here, here's one more. Um, I, I'm not going to talk for too much longer. The, 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 there are voices that will come up in a person and say things that establish denial. Like when people, and this is literally how hard it can be. And, and, and for those of us that are on the outside, you know, please understand. Um, sometimes we need to exercise a lot of grace to, to our brothers and sisters that are overcoming severe trauma. There will be voices on the inside when they begin to recover memories. Like, oh, wow, I'm seeing this for the first time. Like, I was abused by this individual in my life and it was really bad. And I was programmed at this military base and it was really bad. I was trafficked to White Sands military base or I I, I was trafficked to Antarctica, you know, whatever it is. And that becomes uh, available at the front of the knowing. And then all of a sudden this voice comes right there in the head loud. You're lying. You're a liar. You're crazy. You need to shut your mouth. Like, you know, it, and, and that's all they can hear. And it's very loud in their head. Now, um, what is that? That's dissociation. Again, that would be a broken piece of the soul doing a job. And that job is to maintain denial programming. So as a reinforcement, if there is a breach in 
amnesia walls and memory start to break down, that it'll trigger a, a, a certain parts to do a job of being a voice that is yelling at the person all kinds of negative things. You're a liar. You're crazy. You're making it up. But it's it's awful because for the person taking the journey, I, I mean, to to be called a liar constantly, even as like they're trying to go to sleep in their dreams, as they're waking up, as they're trying to do a job, like it's just like, gosh, what can I do to get this to stop? Like, 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 no, I don't want to shut my mouth. You shut your mouth again. Like, blah, blah, blah. It can get very loud inside the head at times. And so um, th this, this is going to establish or reinforce or, or at the very least encourage denial. And uh, it, it's just something to, to take, into you know, these are typically, and sometimes they can be demonic entities, right? That need to be kicked out, which is where discernment comes in. But sometimes it's not, sometimes it's humanity. And so, you know, at Bride Ministries and me personally, like I, I don't do that whole debate. Is it inner healing or is it deliverance? Like, which one do we do? Like, no, I believe that inner healing and deliverance are one conversation. It's, it, they go hand in hand along with ministry to the spirit and ministry really to the physical body. Like, like that is a whole realm that is extremely important as well. And, and maybe in another podcast, we'll, we'll spend some time just talking like specifically about the physical body and the way that that plays into trauma and, and, and even healing modalities to that. But anyway, so there are, there are voices that will come up and, and establish or encourage denial and, and um, denial, one of the, the biggest problems about denial, when we're talking about denial and denial programming, is that denial can be a safe place. It, it, because denial is a place where we don't have to deal with it. And, and, and that can feel a lot safer at times than the place where we are going to have to confront unbearable pain and shame. Or fear. Or self-contempt. Sometimes it's easier to settle on, I don't want to know what I don't know, then I will receive the truth. So denial can become a safe place. And for some people, that is their safe place. And, and, and many of us know that person. They just won't go there, you know, and, and no one's going to convince them otherwise, not even Jesus. And, 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 and as unfortunate as that is, you know, the only thing that we can do is pray for these folks and encourage them and say, look, there is healing and deliverance. And Jesus has more than enough power to handle the stress that your journey is going to cause. There is help out there. Now, now what we do need to do sometimes is renounce denial as a safe place, just as a step in, in making progress here. It's just like, Lord Jesus, I, I just confess denial has been my safe place. I repent for that. And I renounce that in Jesus name as a false belief. I believe that it is true that you that that I will know the truth and the truth will set me free. So I'm going to onboard that as my program and my belief system and take the journey you want me to take, Jesus. So so uh, look that that's going to conclude this podcast. We've been talking about denial and denial programming, and I hope that this has been a nice nugget and knowledge drop. We'll be back next week with other podcasts and 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 continue to do them into the future. So until next time, God bless and Godspeed.
You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Visit me at dandevall.com where you'll discover merch, books, and the opportunity to engage in our private social network. Join the tribe by subscribing to our email list and supporting this podcast. 